Welcome to the Post Up. This is your new weekly NBA show where three friends will cover everything from the association. Shout out to Gold Boy Sports Network for taking care of everything in the background for us. We don't have to do all that. Introductions while we get before we get into the uh, playoff picture, which is fucking electric right now. Uh, first off, main man, favorite player is Dylan Brooks. Ryan Dolan, what's up, dude? <laughs> uh, recovering from a James Harden suspension currently. Uh, I, I can't quite believe my eyes. Uh, I thought Joel had a pretty good chance of getting ejected. Um, I didn't think there was a chance that Harden should have gotten injected for that. So I don't know. Everything's a little ass backwards right now. Um, I'm a little torn on how to feel. Uh, but yeah, that, that was, that was wild, man. Uh, I, I just severely disagree with that ejection. Can't cup check in the NBA. Them's the rules. Uh, third man rounding out this, uh, three man booth here. Main man, Celtics fan, Dylan Bond, favorite player is Troy Bolton. What's up, dude? Hello, hello, what's up, what's up? Let's go, Nets. Am I right, Dylan? Shut up. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Dylan, what did you think about this uh, Harden ejection and the non-Embiid injection before we get into the other um, playoffs? Well, the NBA is rigged, clearly. Um, <laughs> but Harden obviously deserved that ejection. He should be suspended in games, like Dylan said earlier. Yeah, the facts. Yeah, no one did say that off air earlier. Embiid, Embiid's flop, he should be suspended forever from the NBA. NBA. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest man on the floor, and he got ran into a guy, and he fell over. Ridiculous. The dirty play by the Nets. <laughs> yeah, softy. <laughs> These are all absolute facts. If we feel like we're going a bit quicker today, it's because we're trying to not waste an hour and a half of your day, you know, two hours of your day. We're trying to keep this to about an hour, and we got a lot to talk about let's start off with this 76ers net series right now well actually pause on that why the fuck do we have two games tonight at 10 o'clock ridiculous i, I don't know the best man. games too literally the best yeah, games. Yeah. arguably the, the best two series that we have uh obviously now Kawhi's out so uh that kind of trumps the we're gonna get into suns that. and clipper series ever so slightly but yeah arguably the best two series we have in this postseason and there goes game starting i played clippers time. money line this morning and then Kawhi's rolled out so that was real happy about that <laughs> <laughs> Gotta this love is that. yeah i mean this is absurd I, if you you should know what we're talking about if you listen to this podcast to be honest with you but if you don't the uh philadelphia brooklyn game is on at 7 30 eastern Dol- dolan dylan and i are all eastern uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this 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 Philly and Brooklyn game is on at seven thirty, and then we have to wait all the way until ten fucking thirty for the two best games of of the night, which is a bit absurd. Bit absurd. But let's start off with this seventy uh, sixers net series. You're losing right now by five, Dolan. But how are you feeling overall? Um, I think it's taken uh, quite a lot for them to even be up. Now it's three. Um. I'm not too concerned. I'm not I'm not really thrilled with how Philly's played today, but I mean, overall, I'm not sure Brooklyn's best chance is to, is to double Embiid like they have been doing. I feel like like let Embiid get his twos. He's going to score. Just let him get his twos and just, you know, just do what you guys have been doing and try, you know, I, I don't know. I, I disagree with the Embiid doubling like every single touch. Now, I get you want to make other guys beat you, but we have those guys that can step up and beat you. And Maxie's done it once and looks like twice today if if we pull this off and then Harden did it game one. So 
Uh, I don't know. It's weird. I, I honestly thought we'd see an adjustment from Jock Vaughn in this one, and they wouldn't uh, double Embiid so aggressively. But, uh, man, they sure have. But uh, shout out Tyrese Maxey because he's just fucking awesome, man. He's He's been great this game. He was so good last game. So, um, yeah, like I said, uh, they, they're kind of forcing somebody else to beat them other than Embiid. But the other guys that can beat them can score from three and, and things like that. Like, as far as I'm concerned, one of my biggest fears coming into the postseason is that the Sixers were gonna they're gonna score twos a lot of the time because all of our offense goes through and beat. And if we catch a team that gets hot from three, we're gonna be in trouble because we're gonna have a hard time keeping up. But like Brooklyn won't even really allow that style to, you know, come to play. So yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, we we have guys that can step up and pull this off for us and We've had one guy do it every game so far, so hopefully somebody can do it again here. First two games. Uh, first game was a pretty much a blowout, 21-point victory, 20-point victory for the uh, for Philly. Uh, the second one was a bit closer, but I never at any point felt that Philly was going to let that one slip, to be honest with you. I just felt like the entire time. I felt like through the entire series so far, they've had a pretty good control of this game. Sucks we don't see Ben Simmons out in that floor, Hundle. Shut up. I'm not even kidding. I fucking wish this guy was out there playing. That would be so awesome. But Dylan, you got any thoughts about this uh, Brooklyn 76ers series? Yeah, I actually uh, disagree with Dolan on a certain things. Uh, I think that goes. we need more disagreement. I think that you their game it. plan is actually. <laughs> I think their game plan is actually good. I mean, I'd much rather. I mean, Tyrus Maxey with the exception, but I feel like all year you guys haven't had that other person be consistently there. You have all year has been inconsistent. So, like, I think the issue for the Nets hasn't been their defense, it's been their offense. They cannot score. They just keep taking turns playing one on one for the most part. So, I think, and then I think their game plan has been for defense has been solid. They just don't have the weapons on offense. And that's why I'm really glad they put Cam Thomas in this game because that guy can go off for 40 super randomly sometimes. So, thought it was a potential uh, plug. But I think that I, th- me watching a lot of these games because odds are the Celtics will play the Sixers next round. I'm curious on what the Celtics do because I think what Harden made seven threes in the first game and then he hasn't done anything since. He played well today, I guess. Yeah, but Maxie's well, solid. Yeah. I'll give him Maxie's credit. good. But like, I mean, I'm going to give P.J. Tucker, even though he beat the Celtics last time. <laughs> but I'll give P.J. Tucker and Tobias Harris open threes. I feel that. It, it, not, not a terrible take. I think um, one thing that makes me, I don't want to say nervous, but like, looking at just the Sixers itself is that them playing this way is giving the other people potential confidence to make it harder for the Celtics when, if they play. So I think that is a potential take, but I do like, so I think that I think the Nets defensive game plan is solid. I mean, holding Embiid to 20 points. That's, that's absurd. How many times do you scored 20 points this year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, What's he not got bad. tonight? 12 right now. Not a bad take. Yeah. I believe so. Oof. Woof. What, 12 points, eight, eight boards right now. Yeah, solid, uh, solid work from Philly so far. Interesting game plan uh, that they got going on. Thoughts on Brooklyn got to get at least one, right? I mean, if you don't get this one tonight, it's going to be hard to keep going. I mean, to be fair to Brooklyn fans out there, got to have this one. I mean, this is – if you don't, it's going to be hard. You can, if, you, if you win the next game, then you're going back to Philly and you're going to get fucked. So, like, have, you, you got to get this, this one, right? Yeah, so, have I mean, this to is take the, this. Yeah, closest you're going to be, especially with Harden out. Like, this is the moment right here. Got to, got to, got to. But I don't know, man. Like I said, f- for me, first two games, it just felt like Philly were in complete control the entire time and had no problems. Thoughts on uh, – I asked you guys this off-air. Thoughts on Cam Johnson? He's a solid role player. I don't think he's going to be great. I think he's someone who could light up a stat sheet every fifth or sixth game. Solid role player, but not a difference maker. Uh, I think he's a little, little beyond that. Uh, I, I've kind of 
uh, foggy on role player slash starter. Like I, I see that as two different things a lot of the time. Um, I think Cam Johnson's a like he's a legit like starting player in the league. I think that's like a tier above role player, if that makes any sense. Um, I think he's a legit starter. Um, he is quite a bit inconsistent. He's kind of been thrusted into somewhat of a number two role here for this offense. I don't think he's quite ready for that, but I think he'd be a really solid three or four. I asked selfishly because I don't know why, but I see a lot of Pistons uh, links to this guy. I paid attention to him quite a bit. I, I'm Unfortunately, I'm going to middle what Dylan and Dolan just said. Uh, I think he's in between that. Don't really know. He's got to have – I don't think this is fair judging him for this series because it's been – you know not this series, but this year because it's been so weird with all his new teammates that he's got. But uh, he could be a bench player. He could be like uh, three, four on a, you know, on a, on a really good team. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, don't, I have no idea why he'd want to come to Detroit, though. But anyway, I've liked what I've seen from this guy. Bridges, though, build a team around this guy, right? Yeah, I mean, in, in my notes, I have like like he looks like a legit number one option yeah. to me. I don't I don't know if uh, I don't know if he's a number one option that could win, but um, I, I did like that in game two when his shot wasn't falling. He he pulled off a seven assist game, so like you know he, he he's finding ways to at least keep his team competitive. Obviously, they're not they're not winning. They're down 0-2 so far, but um, I've been impressed. You know, in the game they shot really well. He shot sixty six percent from the field. Um, and in the game that he struggled, he, you know, he found ways to get his teammates open. So, um, I don't, I don't know if he's a number one option on a team that has like long-term success, but like, uh, if you told me, too, right? yeah, yeah. If you told me he was going to be doing shit like this at the beginning of the year, I would have laughed at you. So I got to give credit where credit's due. I'm, I'm very, very impressed. For sure. Great for Brooklyn. Go ahead and go to good hall. Yeah. I think that, uh, he needs some growing to do. I think he forces a lot of shots. I think he needs to uh, find a way to get easier buckets. Like he's constantly taking those like fadeaway things. He hits them a lot, but it's like finds a way to get a little, some easier buckets. I think he could definitely average like potentially top five in scoring. Um, you think that's fair though? What like why why he's kind of altered his game because coming from Phoenix, he was just such a different his role. I don't know if he's different. He wasn't a different player, but his role was so different. So mm-hmm. does that kind of make? Or do you just think that's just the way he is? No, I mean, I think it's uh, obviously it's an adjustment. I don't think he was expecting this. I don't think he was expecting to have to come out and take almost 30 shots a game For by sure. any means. So it's like, and it, they, I mean, they give him the green light. So if I'm him, I'm having a freaking blast because it's nothing like playing pickup basketball and you just get to shoot every time we touch it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, they definitely give him the green light on it. And I think like you said that him getting the assist is big. It shows growth already as a player. Um, and obviously a playmaker. And obviously, I mean, he's been a defense guy. I mean, he's been a three and D guy since in there. So obviously he's already really good on half of the side, half of the ball. So, and is, I mean, he's very good at the other half too. So, I mean, I think he's definitely an all-star next year. I don't see him being a number one option on a, let's say a top four team on each side, but I could definitely see him a number one option. I mean, he's the number one option on the six seed right now. So, yeah. But again, a damn good too, if, that, if that's what it becomes. It's a fake six seed though. I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it's it's again. Like we said a moment ago, this is the one that Brooklyn has to get now with James out um, for this game. Gotta gotta get this win here because even if you get the next one, like you, you're gonna go back to Philly and you got to rattle off three. I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. So I kind of hoping I'm I'm hoping for Brooklyn to at least make this interesting. I just don't like I said. I I, I felt like the first two games Philly really had a pretty firm grasp on what was going on. Uh, I think they're gonna be fine here. Let's move on to same Dolan. 
Yeah, even if they even if Brooklyn does pull this one off, uh, not too concerned right now. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I truly would not be either. Let's move on to who they will play. The winner of the Boston uh, Atlanta series, Dylan. Thoughts on these uh, spankings of two games is we said it. We said it a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't. I think it was the second episode of the uh, of this here pod. If you haven't checked that out, go listen to it. We talked about Trey Young and how his game was made for the playoffs. Is it? Is it made for the playoffs? Is Overrated. <laughs> uh, shout out Celtics fans for chanting that. But I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about on this. I mean, the Celtics are obviously just a way better team than this. The Hawks have talent. They're still trying to learn how to play together. But, uh, I mean, Derek White is doing literally whatever he wants to in the freaking paint. And it's kind of absurd. Also, shout out Malcolm Brogdon, sixth man of the year, my guy. Was that, Nobody, who cares? Nobody oh, gives a shit. Yeah, Was, right. Who did, who did, uh, do, who did, you picked quickly, didn't you? Uh, I actually don't even remember who I picked. I thought quickly was going to win. I, I think I made a bit of a case for, for Brogdon in the sense that yeah. quickly's stats were so inflated from his starts rather than Brogdon was just truly more so a six man. Um, I, th- I think I picked quickly. It was more so out of expectation than opinion though. Um, yeah, so I, I think yeah. they got this one right technically. Yeah, I know. I agree. I think I picked. Uh, I, I think I picked Bobby Portis just to be different from what mm-hmm. I because I, I thought you were going to go Brogdon. I don't understand uh, why Norman Powell wasn't in the mix on that. We don't have to get in on that, but he's a really, good. really good question. I think. I think. I think he missed like the last eleven games or eleven games towards the end or something like that. But yeah, uh, he, but he, I, he. I think he missed twenty two. We talked about this a little earlier in the week. He missed twenty two yeah. games and he started eight or so, so uh, fifty off the bench, roughly. Um, so I don't know. I guess that kills your case, more. but I mean, didn't Brogdon miss some time? How many yeah, games? Did he, Brogdon I think he play played sixty-five games this year. That's not I bad. I mean, they, that that fifteen-game cushion is pretty solid. So yeah. I'm not too mad at that. Yeah, I think so. Um, spot on, though, Dylan. Super impressed with uh, with your boy Derek White over yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's been I mean, fucking balling. Yeah, he's doing whatever he wants to. I mean, he's attacking like every single time he gets just a little bit of space he's tacking he's taking care of the paint like hardcore i mean the celtics i mean dolan mentioned multiple times the way celtics play is shooting threes and they are dominating the paint in this series and i think that it's good to see that they can win in multiple ways i think that's a big thing because a lot of times in the playoffs people try to take away like if you play one way they try to take that away obviously so giving that especially like I'm not going to dive into deep, but they had the two big lineup last year, and this year they play five out. So it's like they're getting having the balance of being able to do both. And uh, Derek White being at starting lineup has worked out, and then getting Al Horford at the five, take, getting Clint Capella out of the paint. I mean, Clint Capella has been invisible all freaking series, as yeah. in two games. But I mean, Tatum's been well. They they just played well. I mean, it's a big talent jump, but I, I don't see a chance the Hawks win two game. I mean, to win a game. Um, they could get hot at home. Um, and any, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, NBA players, they're still really good at basketball. So they could definitely come out there and do some stuff. But if I had to put money on it, which my streak of putting money on sports has been pretty bad the last couple of days, but uh, <laughs> I would definitely say the Celtics win. They'll be advanced Sunday. So Tatum been uh, Tatum been balling as we expect. Got his shoes today. They are extremely comfortable. Very comfortable shoes. So, uh, shout out Jason Tatum, dude. A uh, little bit of breaking news here. Uh, Claxton has been booted out of this uh, Philly Brooklyn game for yeah, taunting a and uh, be dunk. Pretty idiot. 
I mean, absolute idiot. You got to have this one. You know, you're on a tech. Don't be getting a second one. Uh, no, I, I agree. Dolan, you got any thoughts on this um, this Boston Atlanta series? I mean, pretty much exactly what we expected, right? I'm pretty, Dylan, you and I said gentleman sweep, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to yeah. give somebody a game. Yeah, let me let me see. Dylan said Celtics in five. Mm-hmm. Michael said Celtics in five. I said Celtics in six. Um, which I'm <laughs> uh my my opinions after seeing games one and two has, has slightly changed. I don't really see the Hawks home floor changing too much. Just they're just severely outmatched. They might be able to steal one. The big thing between this year and years past is like like you guys remember Trey in that New York Knicks series. Uh, several years back and like you know it looked this guy looked like he was made for these moments and now it's like the exact opposite like he he looks terrible and i think the biggest thing is his three-pointer has vanished from him this year i think he shot 38 percent last year he's down to 33 percent this year and so far through these two games in the postseason he's shooting 23 percent from three uh he is not obviously he's not big he's not a physical guy like he needs to find that deep shot to for them to even win a fucking game much less the series so i don't i don't know what happened to his jumper but uh if he ever wants to make noise in the postseason in his career he better find that bad boy quick i feel i feel weird about trey young man because you know i'm i'm i feel like when you go back and watch that nick series uh a lot of his shots were uh significantly closer to that three-point line i feel like that 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 and some of them came from the logo you know he's being cocky but i think that cockiness has gotten his way a little bit i feel like Almost half of his shots come six feet beyond the three-point line. Like he's so far out there. Yeah, that's Dude true. Dude can see Steph sometimes. Do you think Murray's getting in his way a bit? I mean, I, I think quietly, I mean, everybody's going to talk about the Celtics and you know because they expected the Celtics to win, but I think Murray's had a very good series, man. I don't think this guy's put a foot wrong the whole time. You think Murray's getting in, in Trey's way? Because, again, we you're right, Dolan. We thought, you know, after – after that Knicks series and after, you know, taking no banter at all, after taking Atlanta to an Eastern Conference Finals, we thought, oh, we've got a fucking Steph regen here. And now, yeah. I don't know, man. It's been a weird year for this guy. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? Is, is DeJounte Murray getting in, uh, in in Trey's way? And is this a is this a real pairing? Yeah, uh, perhaps he is. Uh, I was pretty unsure of the fit when I heard that this was even a thing initially. Um, I think this season's just further proved our point because I mean they played a hell of a lot of games together. You, know, you would think if they were going to figure it out, they they probably would have done it by now. And it, it, there doesn't seem to be any real cohesiveness between the two as far as winning games. I mean they could both put up their stats and both have good like games at the same time, but it you know has it led to wins. I mean it's gotten them this far, which is not a you know not the worst season in the world by any means. But I don't know. There's some there's some pretty good talent on this team, so I think a first round exit would be somewhat of a disaster yeah no i agree dylan thoughts on this uh, i mean i know you're stoked on the celtics but thought on this uh hawks team yeah i i um i see that obviously it hasn't been working this this so far uh i think them getting quinn snyder and having a full offseason with quinn snyder i'd want to see that first before i make any draft decision because they're both so good players so it's like you don't want to try and blow that up if it could potentially work out um i think the way nate mcmillan coaches he coaches kind of like an old school type game not a present day type basketball. Um, and Quinn Snyder definitely coaches for more present day. So I think that it's going to make a difference. It, I'm not saying it's going to work, but I think they're too talented to at least give up on it yet. Maybe around the trade deadline, give them a full off season with Quinn, see what they can get, uh, get together. 
Yeah, on your point there with Nate McMillan, I mean, he came out and said it himself. He said, I feel like the game's passed me by this younger generation I don't I don't click with anymore. So might be spot on. I don't know if Quinn will be able to do that, but I, I you're right, man. There's 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 significant talent on this team. And Dylan and I talked all fair about this. So, I mean, th- these guys haven't put it together all year. What team do we see put it together in the playoffs? It just doesn't happen uh, v- very often there. So let's we move got on. Some big Sixers actually going on right now. Yeah, we do. I mean, it, Philly, Philly Philly has gone taking the lead here. I mean, this is 37 seconds left. They are up by Fucking three. Maxi baby. <laughs> Maxi been balling all game long. What's he got that right now, Dolan? Uh, honestly, went fairly quiet in the second half. Oh, no, he's up to 25. I yeah, think he kids. scored quite a few buckets since we started this. Yeah. Oh, he just rattled off an 8-0 run by himself. Yeah. Holy that shit. Boy, that'll boy, uh, boy. that'll do it. Yeah. P.J. Yeah, Tucker with a this uh, guy. <laughs> P.J. Tucker fucking with a uh, great <laughs> defensive play on Spencer Ted Woody. I, again, you got if you're the Nets, Claxing's an idiot. He would have been there. You know, it, I don't know, man. Just very dumb, man. Very dumb uh, move by Claxton there. Not a, not that he's a game changer, but, but if you're Brooklyn, you got to have this game. You got to have this he's game. Done. Can't get swept. Yeah, he's done really well versus Embiid, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Let's move on. Let's move on to. I want. I want to save the Cavs Knicks series last. Uh, let's move on to the. Uh, let's move on to the Bucks Heat here. Uh, I'm gonna be completely honest with both of you. And if you want honesty, you need to tune into this show. Honesty is our best policy. It is. Facts. (laughs) It acts. It is. I don't give a fuck about this series. I don't give a shit. The Miami Heat are the most boring fucking team. You thought that this fucking Chicago-Miami play-in was going to be bad. Eight games of it, possibly. Sorry, you know what I mean. Seven games of it, possibly. This team, these two teams are fucking Awful matchups. This is such a boring ass fucking series. Miami took the first game though. Solid. I mean, that's a big. I don't know if it matters in the end, but that's a very solid uh, pickup win there. Dolan, thoughts on this? Um, I don't know this whole series. Yeah, I, I'm sitting here geeking out the whole time because I actually took notes throughout the week of of all these series, um, and I didn't catch every single game, but I at least watched a pretty like. Uh, in-depth recap on YouTube of every game that I missed with the exception of this series. I literally, uh, in 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 my notes, like I haven't caught much of this series because the heat bore the shit out of me. So like on the nights that I'm busier, if there's one or two other games or when there's been one or two other games, I get my shit done during that Bucks and Heat game so I can watch the rest of them. So like uh, I, I haven't watched any of these games live of the two um i've you know like i said i've watched pretty in-depth recaps of both of them um main takeaways i'm pretty excited to see bam out of bio step up averaging 20 a game is what i hope to see from him pretty much all year i think bam is so good but i don't really know what gets in his way of of being good every game but he's just so vastly inconsistent it's insane so it's nice to see him rattle off an 18 and a 22 to start the postseason from miami side one of the one of the, the main things is uh max Struess is, is playing 35 minutes a game he's averaging six fucking points that man needs Jeez. to make a damn shot dude yeah uh they're they're gonna need him bad to win the series especially if giannis comes back Giannis coming back, right? I mean, is that is, yeah, maybe. yeah, or yeah? I guess when Giannis comes back, yeah. I mean, this—that's how boring that series is. Is that we're just we're trying to do anything but talk about it. Dylan, do you have? <laughs> are you in different? Do you have different thoughts here about this uh, Miami Heat versus Milwaukee Bucks? Is Miami's not a real sports city? It's just not right. I mean, am I am I talking shit? I feel like I feel like what Miami like, just, team is? 
you just pissed off 11 Marlins fans. <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> That's right, dude. Shout out to those 11 fans, man. Shout out to those 11 fans. I don't know, man. It's not no shots against Miami, to be honest with you. I just don't. I don't give a shit about this Heat team at all. Jimmy Butler. I like Jimmy, but I mean, it's, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't, I'm not selling tickets, I don't think. And I, I'm right there with you, dude. I don't, I don't, Max Struess is a fucking st- bum this series. Dylan, thoughts on this series, man? I think the highlight of the series is when Tyler Hero shot a jump shot with a broken hand. That's awesome. <laughs> shout out to him. Well, I don't know why it's taking me that long. Shout out to him. I know shout that out. fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah, shout out Tyler Hero. Dude, I, thought he, 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 I thought he made it at first, too, but he didn't. He he's, he he's too. he fell breaks it. Like, oh, I mean, we don't know at the moment in the moment, but he's sitting there grimacing. I'm thinking everybody's a bitch nowadays. He just, not, finger. He's just hurting. Yeah, his little for pinky sh- finger. Or something. Act, yeah, like actually, and he's wincing, catches the fucking ball, shoots it, misses, goes in at half, and then they I don't know how they diagnosed this this quick at halftime. They said, yeah, dude's got a broken hand. I was like, get the fuck. That's crazy. <laughs> here, man. This guy busted hand out six to eight weeks. I mean, that is a long yeah, fucking time. Uh, so if this heat, if this, if if this heat team do get past Milwaukee, I mean, it is going to be hard without Tyler. You're spot on about Bam, though. I mean, he has been one of the most inc- inconsistent players for me this past year. I just don't. I I feel like I I watch this guy, or I watch the Heat more on his inconsistent nights than on his on his you know solid nights. I, I don't know, man. I'm just not a big Bam at a bio guy. And again, Jimmy, apologies, apologies to all you Heat fans. I know that probably sucks. Uh, you know, you probably want to have you know, get hype about your team winning the first game because that is that's a massive win. Like that is a massive solid win. big win. massive. Yeah, that, sure. that is a big win. Uh, it's just I'm sorry that all ten of you uh, don't you know aren't going to get out the uh, yeah shout yeah shout out shout out. Let's move on to uh, the I don't know if it's the best series, but it's been my favorite series. This Cavs Nick series. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is a fucking guy. Yes. Yeah, he's good. We've been seeing that for quite some time now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Are the Knicks gonna Knicks gonna take take it on a run here? Are the Knicks taking it on a run here? I feel like the Knicks have played very well. I mean, I know they got blown out a little bit in that second game, but there was a while there that the Cavs were up by by quite a bit. But I feel like this Knicks team could, if they if they put it together, could be fun. I fucking that's it. Philly won. Yes, uh, sir. I think uh I think this I like the I like watching this Knicks team, man. They're they are one player away. Have to say it every single episode. Have to say it. Hands up. Hands up, boys. Hands up. Not really Dylan. Dolan, you hand up, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brunson. Dolan and I absolutely. Mm picked on this Jalen Brunson that's on us yeah that's on a lot of you out there listening okay you fucking all of I don't pretend like you listening did not think this Jalen Brunson move to the Knicks was a joke we all thought it this dude is a fucking stud love him love him like actually like actually if I I I hate New York I'd buy this this kid's jersey if he was anywhere else this guy's a fucking stud Dolan thoughts on the series um I could take this in in two directions. It's kind of interesting. So, you know, we got a we got a close series. Games have been good. Um, my main thing in after game one was like, man, Garland and Lavert were so fucking bad, and and Mobley was really bad too. And uh, if you look through like my text message logs, uh, one of my best friends, John Haddon, shout out John Haddon, is a Cavs fan. We talked a lot about game one, and I was so critical of Garland, I was so critical of Lavert. And bam, they stepped the fuck up game two. So tip tip of the cap to them. Um, Garland was absolutely terrific. Uh, Love Darius was, Garland. was quite good. As far as the Knicks are concerned, I, I guess they it's it's almost uh, 
it's pretty incredible that, that this is a one in one series, I guess, because all of Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, Emmanuel Quickly, and RJ Barrett are all shooting under 40%. Every single one of those guys are. So I think this team is a really high ceiling, but I also think they're really far from putting it all together. And man, we're. Uh, we, don't, we don't have the time to, to solve issues right now. you you got to figure this shit out uh, ASAP. And I, I think, you know, if, if there's a sleeper-ish team, I would say there were the four or five seed. I don't remember which one. I think four. But um, if there was a sleeper-ish team, I think it really could be the Knicks here. But it just they're seems five. like they're, they were a five. My bad. Um, it feels like they're so far away from putting it all together. I think that the depth is there. Obviously, the talent's there, but man, they got, they got to find some efficiency. And I know this Cavs defense is super good, but you can't have your four main options all shooting under 40%. It's going to be really hard to win a series that way. No, exactly. That's, that's what I meant to say earlier is that, you know, this, I, when I said I, I feel like this Knicks team could absolutely go on a run here because they've been playing, they've not been shooting well, but Joel Embiid has given the 3 0 to all the Nets fans. I mean, this guy is such a shithouse. Um, uh, I feel like this, this Knicks team, with how bad they've been shooting, are are still playing very well, and if they if they start putting that together, I don't think this series is very close. Surprisingly, but you're spot on, man. Like, you know, Levert, Garland, and and Mobley. In, I I thought Mobley I thought Mobley stepped it up the most uh, last game. His defense was fucking unreal. I, these got this Cavs team is fucking fun. Dylan, what you thinking, dude? I think that the the Knicks have a lot of talent. I think two of my favorite players, like two just games I really love to watch. Darius Garland's one of them, and Julius Randle's another one. I love what Julius Randle, just the way he plays. Randle? I think he just played. I did not expect Randle at all. Dude, mm. I love his game because he's so big. So he drives down and forces all the contact, but then he's also quick, and he shoots like ridiculous, crazy three-pointers. And so I just think it's such like a pickup type game, and it's and he makes shots. But on that note, I think that the issue with the Knicks is the with their percentage so low. They their offense is like not good. Like they don't swing the ball that well. They, with the exception of Brunson, he can drive and kick it. But it's like all of Randall. Randall is close to forty percent three point shooter, and all of his threes are like ISO threes. He needs to like set picks and pops and do and just play. I think he needs to. They need their offense needs to be a little bit better, and that's why their percentage. I mean, RJ Barrett shoots contested threes all the time. I mean, Brunson's got his little mid range like Chris Paul type jump shots once you get against in the paint, but just think their, their offense needs to be a little bit better on Darius Garland. You guys ever notice Darius Garland jump shot, how he bounces after he shoots it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's so sweet for some reason. I don't know why. I think, I don't remember what podcast he was on, but um, he, he was asked about his, his quick step. I don't, I, it, none of this matters. He said he's been doing it since he was a kid. Um, and then he, he talked about other unique things that he does when he's driving to the lane and all that. But yeah, I have, it's, it's, I fucking love Darius Garland. I man. like him. I he's he's got such a smooth game, and he's got like such a. I think he's like one of like he's like one of almost with my on the defensive side, but just an ideal two point guard because he can knock down a three, he can score when he needs to, and he's really good at distributing the ball too. Solid, solid point guard. And obviously, uh, Donovan Mitchell is Donovan Mitchell. So. Yeah. All right. So all right. Let me let's let's uh, start from here and go backwards. Dylan, you had Cavs in six. Do you want to change that? No, I'll keep that. Dolan, you had uh, you had Knicks in six. You want to change that? No, I'm set. I know. I, I like both of that, man. I had uh, I had Cavs in seven. I think I'm I'm, I'm going to stay. Uh, Dylan, you had Bucks in four. You keeping that? Obviously, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I think they'll pull it off. I have so much faith. They'll make it happen. Pull upset there. Dolan and I both had Bucks in five. I'm sticking with mine. I think Bucks will will rattle off three here and have no problems and head the fuck on into uh, either Cavs or New York next. Dolan had seventy. 
Dolan had 76ers in fucking five. That's awesome. Uh, it's looking like a sweep. It's looking like a sweep here for that game. Dylan had uh, 76ers in five, and so did I. Uh, I think we're all looking at a sweep possibly, but we all know what the story is going to be tomorrow morning. And B doesn't get kicked out of this game. Makes the game saving block um, that was almost a goaltend. I mean, this is going to be the entire talk uh, tomorrow morning. Pretty crazy. Yeah, Pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Sh- sh- should Embiid have been thrown out, Dylan? I don't know if I've already asked that, but we'll finish it off with that one. I mean, I absolutely. I think the especially obviously, if it wasn't for the Draymond thing yesterday or the other day, uh, definitely he should be. We're gonna been ejected. we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into Draymond when we get to the um to to Golden State. But Dolan, you think uh, you think an Embiid should have been thrown out, or you think this guy is a fucking saint? <laughs> He could do no wrong. Honestly, it was a dirty play by Claxton. No, no. I, I, I honestly, in hindsight, I had I, I actually missed this live. I missed like the first couple of minutes of the game. Had I seen it live, I would have been sweating my ass off because I would have thought he would have been in. <laughs> yeah, when uh, when when we texted Dolan and, and uh, he said, "God damn, this guy makes some dumb moves sometimes." And yeah, he's he's spot on. Shout uh, out, shout out, Embiid though for once he they said it was a flagrant one for pointing at the back of his jersey. That was so awesome. He was like, "I'm me." Ain't kicking me out. <laughs> they ain't doing it. Dylan and I had uh, Celtics in five. Dolan had Celtics in six. Dolan, you want to change that? No. Nah. Right. <laughs> Fair play. Nah. Fair play. You're the fucking man. I hope. I hope Dolan spot on. I hope they make that game. I hope they make that series more competitive. Come on, Atlanta. Uh, let's uh, let's move over to the uh, move over to the Western Conference. What do you think, boys? Yeah. Hell, we got one of these games starting in three minutes. This is ten oh seven Eastern time on Thursday night. So this uh, this Warriors game is about to tip off any moment now. Which one do you want to start with, Dylan? You pick don't matter to me. Uh, let's do. I mean, Warriors. Dylan just mentioned right. it. About to start. Let's do it. All right, Warriors Kings kicking off game three here. We all know the big story going into this: Draymond Green suspended just for this game, right? Yeah, just this game. game. Yeah. yeah, just this one game. Uh, I have an opinion on this, but r- real quick, round the room, do you think it was a justified suspension, Dylan? No, not even close. Dol- Dolan. Um, it was interesting that they cited their like like previous history. Um, mm-hmm. and in that sense, I I kind of came to respect the the suspension. I really wish he wasn't suspended. I definitely prefer that he wasn't, but sometimes you develop a reputation and sometimes you got to pay for that reputation he's paying for it right now so it was i didn't expect them to cite that as a reason why he would be suspended that completely threw me off guard so um i no i don't really think he should have been no i definitely didn't want him to be because i want every bit of this series but it was uh i'm not i'm not too mad with their reasoning i guess i i uh in in an isolated moment I'm on Dylan's side. I don't believe that this was a this was a foul worthy of a, an. I don't even know if it was worthy of an ejection. To be honest with you, I, yeah, I, I think you could argue that too. For sure. Yeah, I feel like we see this shit, you know, quite often. Especially Sabonis, kind of, you know, pulled his thing. That's I, that's that, that's truly beside the point. I did. I I tuned into the uh, to a Golden State Warriors and Sacramento Kings podcast right after to get uh, boots on the ground reviews of this whole thing, and. Uh, Golden State obviously pissed off, like clear, like obviously pissed off. And then when they brought up the fact that when the league brought up the fact that it's a it's a you know previous you know issues have come up with this, the the Sacramento Kings podcast 
they he brought up a very good point that all year long we've been listening and and talking about Draymond Green for all the wrong reasons and the league finally came in and said hey fucking cut it out so I do get that uh, that podcast is locked on Kings with Matt George. Shout out him. I don't know that guy at all. Just well, no, no, I was just about to say he's a friend of the program. What the fuck are you talking about? Is it, uh, a friend uh, of the program. Yeah, absolutely, that's my Light fault. He is absolutely hundred percent like that being Matty boy. He is a friend of the program. But yeah, he, he brought up. A, I thought it was a very good point that all season long, you know, preseason stuff, knocking Jordan Poole clean out, uh, and then from there on, all this Memphis stuff he brought up. Um, I think the league has said, "Hey, we're we are fucking sick and tired of." of on the flip side, though. I mean, this is a fucking massive call to do that because this could very if if the Kings go on and win this thing. I mean, this could very well be the end of this Warriors team as we know it. And you're getting a lot of reports of, you know, Jordan Poole and Kaminga and all these guys. These young guys are pissed off from not getting game time. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you expect when you're playing with Clay Thompson, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. So basketball Hall of Fame is pretty easy to get into. Hundred yeah. percent. I don't know. I'm in it. When I when, yeah. <laughs> when I thought about it, when I thought about it there real quick, for some reason I said no, but he's absolutely he's hundred percent a Hall of Famer. I don't know. It's massive call to make for this uh for the NBA to be kicking Draymond Green, a a, a notable name out of out of this game. Because again, games go up three nothing. That's interesting. What are your in terms of gameplay? Dolan, what have you been thinking? Has this been an, an, an interesting series? I mean, Sacramento's been fucking on it. Yep. Absolute 100% no-brainer biggest takeaway here has been the Sacramento defense. And oh, yeah. you can you can go Shout back. Shout out. And, yeah, you can go back and find some quotes out of uh, definitely me and probably all of us saying, you know, our, our, our thoughts weren't, you know, we weren't that confident in the Sacramento team because – you know, outscoring guys in the postseason isn't, you know, it hasn't really historically been a great way to win games and win series. And uh, that's not really how they're doing it. And they're, they're, they're fucking, they're getting dirty, dude. They're doing what they need to do to slow this offense down. Uh, they've kept Steph and, and Clay in check to a degree. I think that's fair to say. Um, I've been super, super impressed with their defense. I did, I thought that these games would be, uh, I mean, they're, they've been pretty high scoring, don't get me wrong, but, um, I thought, I mean, I thought we were going to see 137, 133 kind of shit. And uh, it just hasn't been that bad. I mean, they've, they've held their own defensively for sure. So that, that's my, been my number one thing. Probably my number two, and you, this is debatable number two, but pool in the series has just been an absolute joke. Now, uh, this game is about to tip off any second. I actually kind of like the spot for pool. This, this could end up being a game that he redeems himself to a degree, but uh, just what a, what a pathetic series he's had so far. Oh my goodness. He's been so bad. It's funny you say that. Cause I thought what, and this is, you spot on two things. Number one, I absolutely, I went back and listened to our, uh, you know, prediction show of what these series would be. And I literally said on there, Kings don't play defense that period. They're going to lose. That's why. Cause they don't play defense. They've been fucking balling on defense. Good on them. And then what, what uh, Malik Monk has been doing is what I thought Jordan Poole would be to this this Warriors team, and it has oof that disrespect on me by to uh, to Malik Monk Dylan. First off, I mean how big of a how big of a call it is it is it for this uh, the, the NBA to be kicking Draymond Green out of this game? And did it is it really does it really matter? I mean was he was he putting the clamps down like that, or does this is this nothing? Are we making too big a deal out of this? I think it's a potential big deal because of the stage. 
Um, I do think as much as I'd really do dislike Draymond Green, he is a difference maker on the basketball court. I do think, I think that personally the Warriors will rally around it tonight and I think they get that win. But I do think that the suspension, when you put, but with the way Matt George put it, that makes sense. I mean, he's kind of been ridiculous all year, but if you look at all of his past stuff, like he's already had consequences for all that stuff. He got suspended a game in the finals for his technicals. Like he's, he's, uh, he's done his time more or less already. I honestly think the reason he got suspended was um, obviously I think the reason he got ejected is because he was acting like an idiot trying to egg the crowd on for some reason, acting like a freaking pro wrestler out there getting them all hype. But uh, I think that's why the refs ejected him. And I think the reason, and obviously the NBA is not going to say this, but I think the reason why he got suspended is because of his press conference. He was just still act like an arrogant idiot, didn't didn't have any remorse and say he did anything wrong, blame the referees for it. I just think that when you do things like that and you're disrespectful, things don't work out for you. Yeah, Adam Silver was at that game as well. He was watching Draymond Green fucking do all that shit. It panned away, like, for a quick second. I think somebody had to have been like, shit, 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 get away away from Adam. Because they panned over to Adam Silver, and he looked fucking not stoked that Draymond was giving him the fucking, (laughs) you know, Hulk Hogan, you know, hand to the ear. And it was a quick pan away from Adam there. But uh, I tell you, I tell you what. Two years ago, if you would have told me Sacramento is one of the hardest places to play, I'd be like, what? They have Sacramento fans? But my goodness gracious, dude, that stadium is jumping in. It is so awesome to watch. I haven't seen a, a playoff, NBA playoff atmosphere like that. Like, And a lot, I don't like using the word electric because it's thrown around a lot, but it's electric. It's electric. Say, man. That's like me and Michael's like key word in our vocabulary. Is that a, is that a diss on air? Yes, it sounds is. like it. Sounds like it. You guys need like a dictionary. Find oh, more vocabularies. Oof. Fuck a synonym, man. Fuck. <laughs> I don't need them, baby. That's Electric right. is the way I can't to believe, go. I can't believe that you just disrespected friend of the show, Judy, on this podcast. Dude, She's been I, a diehard fan for 17, 17 fucking longer. years. She's been probably a, longer. Care about 17 years of commitment, Dylan? Yeah, that's I, commit- I nothing I took, to you? Two years ago, I didn't. Now I, I have the utmost respect for it. <laughs> Ten win seasons, selling Tyreek Evans as your best player. What rookie the of the year, Tyreek Evans? Love him. Rookie of the year, Tyreek Rodney Evans. Stuckey. Rodney, don't 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 Rodney. Stop, don't legend. legend Rodney stop. stop. Let's stop. Stop. Hey, Jordan Poole scores uh, their first field goal finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it took yeah it took a couple minutes to get in there, but uh, but Harrison Barnes dunking on his former Harrison. teammates and Shout uh, out Harry Barnes, dude. Let, Harry letting them know he he went over to Sacramento, leaving this Golden State team, and I mean. I think he was kind of forced out. I think they knew they're not going to pay this guy. But, uh, you know, going over to Sacramento, everybody kind of laughing because it's Sacramento. And now look at him. I mean, good solid him, piece. Is he's he? Been, sorry, go ahead, Michael. He was he was, he was was North Carolina, wasn't he? Yeah, sure. he, he was one of the biggest uh, high school prospects in probably that decade. And he was almost okay. subpar at uh, yeah, USC. He was okay. He hit, hit some big shots uh, in his career. Um, but overall, he was... I guess you could say slightly disappointing. You know, he wasn't terrible. He was still pretty damn early yeah. picking his draft, but yeah. um, didn't quite live up to expectations. Actually, I mean, should he stay his sophomore year, which you don't really see often out of number one overall prospects. Not even fucking Derek Lively, who did nothing at Duke this year. He's <laughs> Even that jackass is going pro. Although Derek Lively is a friend of the program. Sorry, Derek. Yeah, yeah sorry. Derek. Sorry <laughs> no disrespect, Derek. <laughs> no, but shout out Harrison Barnes, man. I think he's been phenomenal this whole series, man. He's not, I mean, he's not over here lighting it up or anything, but I just think he's played, he's played well. He's played hard. He's, 
Uh, but uh, just a great, great piece of that, this Sacramento team. So bonus, a lot of uh, a lot of blame that this guy's a dirty player. Where did this come from? I'm Dude, not seeing. This is absurd. Using the ball as a weapon. I want someone who what actually that thinks that mean? to explain that to me. Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. I, I, I thought about going back uh, and watching, like, every second of these games to even try to define what that means because that that comment is over my head i don't Sounds i don't like even know what that they're means. getting big boyed by some my man saboner all right yeah yeah we, getting big boyed you ain't gonna hear hate on sabonis on this no show. way not no, you show. won't if you're a sabonis hate no, absolute friend <laughs> he's a friend of the program he is a friend of the program he's on the, he's the header of the twitter and if you do not know what the That's fuck i'm talking about then you need to head over to that twitter at the post up boys uh come hang out with with myself dolan and dylan uh i don't know what Beautiful. the fuck that quote was truly do not know because Ridiculous. i don't i've not at no point in time have i thought this guy's ever been a dirty player steph curry's fucking unreal man this guy's so good. You, we are watching a a true living legend, man. I hope this guy fucking. I hope they love Steph, all. dude. Love Steph. Would you just say no? We don't want that, but yeah, we do. Love Steph. Yeah, we do. Uh, let's go on to. Uh, uh, we'll we'll be watching this game uh, as, as we keep going here, but uh, we'll give you some updates. You you'll be listening to this. You already know the fucking score, but we'll give you a lot of updates live. Uh, let's move on to who they would play: Grizzlies or the Lakers. Dolan, do me a favor. I need you to break down in depth why Austin Reeves is the greatest basketball player to ever lace them the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I actually thought he was pretty underwhelming last game. To he, be was, honest. he wasn't very so good. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm right in the high steal, of game one. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and steal your buzz there. I thought him, uh, I thought he was disappointing. I thought AD was, uh, AD was blocking shots. I give him that. Man, man, yeah. man it's got uh, 12 blocks in two games, which is fucking insane. But, um, and he was really he was he was pretty damn good in game one, but I thought AD was just so damn bad in game two. Um, and and just one of the one of the weirdest trends, I guess you could say, in the NBA right now, and for the past like year and a half or so, um, has been Memphis without John Morant, not even mm-hmm. with John Morant, but without him. And even our our guy uh, Colin Cowherd, who has one of the most Idiot. famous quotes between the trio of us of. Uh, you know, he was talking about Ben Simmons back in like 2016. He said, hey, LeBron, you can, you can tire. We're, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Tire. We're good. We're so, good I, here. I, I had to shout out Colin Cowherd real quick, but I mean, he was basically saying, and I, I, I saw quotes. I didn't listen to his shit because I don't really do that, but he was basically saying they're a better team without jaw. I don't know if I'd take it quite so far. However, um, man, th- I mean, this trend's pretty, uh, pretty serious. I mean, we've been seeing them win a lot of games at a very high clip uh without him for what seems like two years now so you know it, it's something that makes you think a little bit i'd rather chalk it up to some really good depth rather than being a better team without jaw i think we'll really find out later in the postseason especially if jaw continues to like deal with this hand injury you know if they want to make real noise they're i have no doubt they're going to need them but um, it, it has been very interesting for a long time that how well this team plays when he does not play. Yeah, I want I want to jump in there real quick because that was actually my that was actually part of my talking point was that they have been so well without John. It's, and people are talking about it like now, but we have been seeing this for the past couple of years that this team is actually decent uh, and 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 a winning team when Jaw's not around. Now I think I'm right there with you. I, I didn't see that Colin Cowherd take. Uh, don't need to. Colin Coward, not a friend of the show. Guy's got fucking <laughs> miserable takes since leaving ESPN. Um, if you want to come on, though, Colin, you're more than welcome, dude. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I used to love the I used to love the herd back in the day when it was on ESPN. Regardless, I, I think that the these takes of, you know, you don't need jaw, you know, are, are a bit ridiculous. I mean, you're definitely gonna need jaw going down uh the stretch there. But they have. I mean, they had that long stretch out, you know, without him when he was, you know, just suspended or whatever the fuck it was for, you know, taking uh, going to the show. Not mad at you, Jaw. Not mad at you. We said it a million times. We're absolutely not mad at you at all. Do your thing, buddy. Have some fun. I mean, it's probably you give me two hundred and fifty million at twenty years old. I'd be so fucked. Be awesome. dude. There's a a lot of people that would hate me, so I can't be mad at this kid at all. I mean, I just can't. But it's a. I I don't think. I think it's naive to think that you don't need this guy going down the stretch. You absolutely will. Uh, why? I we we've heard the greatest take of all time. Dylan, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, refresh my memory. I'm not sure. You only get respect from Dylan Brooks if you drop 40. Oh, love, not love. 31, Let me not talk. 32. Let me talk Dylan Brooks for a second. Oh, yeah. I love this guy. I He's not fucking around either. Though, I love him. So this is why I like him. There is no more villains in the NBA there, with the exception of Draymond. Dray, and like, yeah. Dray. Dolan, you and I could talk about this. One of the biggest rivalries in today's NBA is Sixers Celtics, and Embiid and uh, Tatum are best friends. Ridiculous hate that we need to hate each other okay just like i hate you okay we need to hate each other so dylan brooks is out here creating enemies and i love it and i think that with the exception of lebron the lakers are freaking soft and cannot play with the freaking boys in memphis and i think that's like i mean like they they needed austin reeves to score nine train points for them to win their game one that's not gonna happen again they needed uh really hot to go five from eight from three yeah to win again that's not happening again Memphis, Memphis is going to win for sure, and it's because Dylan Brooks sure. is the goat. He's a goat. Damn, <laughs> he's a goat. These Love are, this guy. These are Love some words, man. This Dylan's, is crazy. Who Dylan's, who did we all have in this series? So Dylan, uh, Dylan, you had Memphis in six. So shout out to you, Michael. Had Lakers in six. Uh, and myself, I don't even. Remember. I had I had Grizz in, in six. That's right. Dylan's <laughs> initials are are DB Dylan Bond, so they, yeah, yeah. they Dylan they sent this you know that picture of of Brooks with his sunglasses on inside, uh, and this DB chain. Tough, um, Dylan said, "Got to give me one of them fucking chains." Dylan's not kidding around; he actually does uh, love Dylan Brooks. I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm Dylan gonna... sticking up for Dylan's man, dude. Dylan's I love it, dude. That create I love this villain atmosphere. Let's go back to the '90s. Hold on. I'm actually, create enemies, I'm, actually, man. I'm actually gonna back both of these Dylans. I love it. I That's fucking right. love Let's it. Let's do it, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> I think I think there's too much buddy buddy and around in That's sports right. today. I think we do need villains. I wish Dylan Brooks was a better basketball player when he was talking all this shit, if I'm honest yeah. with it you. It almost makes it better, but <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, no. it's very Pat Beverly like. Like it's he's very just, Lance I mean, Stevenson like. Yeah. You know, for a quick moment. Even better comparison. You like that? For a quick Dylan just blew into the microphone and exploded yeah, yeah. my ears. Uh, yeah, just like Lance did LeBron. You're welcome. Oh, uh, that's fair. I got you. I thought you, I thought you were getting hype on my take. I got what you do it now. Uh no, man. I think uh I think that's a very Lance. This is a very Lance Stevenson move. Hopefully, this guy lasts more than two fucking years that Lance Stevenson was at his hype, and then does like a you know a reunion tour for like three fucking games when he comes back to Memphis. But <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love the fact that this guy's being an absolute dickhead. That's all he's doing. He's just being such a douchebag. Uh, 
I don't respect LeBron. He old. I don't respect nobody unless they give me 40 points. That's awesome. Shut the fuck up. What audacity does Dylan Brooks have? I mean, this just adds on to the why everybody hates Memphis because they act like they've won something and they have not won a fucking thing. It's just, not a damn thing. I loved it. Let's move on because we... That's we, funny. I could, that, that's it a, is. That's a, that's good stuff, fellas. That's good stuff. <laughs> let's let's move on to this uh, this Nuggets T Wolves series here. Uh, this I hilariously I said this this T Wolves team. Uh, not me. I'm sorry. I did not say, but people said that this T Wolves team could be fucking you know go some do you know go on a run and do something. I thought they would be uh, better than this. To be honest with you, shout out Jamal Murray. We doing that? Love it. I would I love to. to. Guy turns it on in the playoffs. Go ahead, Dolman. Shout out Jamal Murray here. Shout anybody else if for, for Denver we're trying to shout out. I would not want to be three teams in the league I do not want to be a fan of. Chicago is number one, Miami is number two, Minnesota's right behind it. Like I, this, those three teams could not could just have no interest at all. You're gonna get a lot for cat. Nobody is taking that Rudy Gobert contract off your hands. It's not a I don't know. This weird one. Shout out Jamal Murray. What do you think, Dolan? Yeah, I mean, number one thing I had written down for this series is, um, I, I before I got really big into you know what I do now, whatever the hell you want to call that, I was a physical therapy assistant. So you know, I I, I really feel for these guys that tear their ACLs, you know, maybe a little bit more than than others. Uh, you know, I, I I feel terrible for these guys when this shit happens, and I you know I I, don't, I can't say I worry about their careers, especially guys that aren't on like the Sixers, but like you know, there's somewhat concern. Um, so what I really enjoy seeing is when guys come back from these injuries and they're just as good, if not better. And, you know, I'll never forget bubble Murray, dude, bubble Murray, oh, Murray. was something fucking else. Yeah. And we're basically seeing that, you know, he's revitalized, man. He's back. And, uh, you know, he's, he's pretty much the number one option. Uh, of course we're only through two games, but joke it. Cause he hasn't really needed to be aggressive. Um, cause Jamal he's he's like, he's like, here, I, I got this at least for now. I'm sure we'll see plenty of Jokic masterclasses. Um, but Jamal averaging 32 through these two games has just been really, really cool to see. Uh, when the lights get bright, this man has, ste- uh, has stepped up uh, already so far this year. He, you know, he's done it in the past as well, unlike Jason Tatum, who uh, for really, really, really put for the tail it. between his legs when the, tail, uh, when the lights get bright. So um, I-, I love guys that do that. Um, I'm going to move on to my next topic. Just how fucking now, you know, we could trash Gobert and that's fine. That's warranted. Uh, the trade was atrocious, but how fucking pathetic is probably the best word I can think about what I've watched from Carl Anthony Towns in two games. This man minus 13 over two games. He's, he's, he averages, he's averaging less points than Kyle Anderson and Mike Conley right now through two games. This has been. He has been the most pathetic player of this postseason, and I know that's a strong word to use, but I can't think of a better one. If you guys have a better one, go no, you know, feel free no. to let me know. Pathetic is, is what? Joel Embiid. Just banter for banter. No, yeah, no, Cat, you're right, Dolan. You're right. I mean, this is bad. This is why Butler wanted to leave Minnesota. Yeah. This is exactly why he wanted out. Uh, and and at the time, I, I remember kind of trashing Butler. It's just like, well, what the fuck have you won? But wow, did we get it? I mean, uh, Wiggins was also on that team at the time. I, I wonder if any of that was even directed at Wiggins. This could have been all pointed at Cat. This has just been an absolute embarrassment. This, I, I can't describe how much I've hated watching him play basketball in those two games. 
You're getting done by Aaron fucking Gordon because he's not guarding Jokic. He's barely guarding Jokic, and he's barely being guarded by Jokic. Uh, this guy has been fucking abysmal. I mean, he's just abysmal. been so fucking that's bad. A, that's class word right there. Yeah. We like that. Yeah, Atrocious. Shout out Nate McCullen. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Patty. Dylan, <laughs> thoughts on this uh, Thoughts on this game? I mean, yeah, don't pretty much sum it up. I got a shout out to uh, Anthony Edwards for have finally making some big shots in the playoffs. Like we kind of, us as a podcast, all kind of labeled him as a dog to ready to play in big games. And he kind of has been disappointed for the first couple. Even the even when they won the second play-in game, he didn't really play that great. Game one wasn't great, but dropped, what, 41? 41. Yesterday. Exactly. Right. Um, so that was a... Shout out to him. He's hitting some good buckets too. Like he when he is going, he's a fun basketball player to watch. So yeah, yeah. Shout out Anthony Edwards for that one. But I mean Jamal Murray, he was hitting some tough shots too. I mean, like you said, when Bubble Murray was a freaking stud. Absurd, man. So I just uh and that and I was one of the reasons why I had Nuggets going to the finals is because I was hoping to see that again. And looks like I'm right. They're going to the finals. Book it. <laughs> That's right. They're, they're dark. They're steak up dinner, on eight seed. That's right. Yeah. Give me that steak dinner, Michael. It's done. <laughs> that is, uh, that's hilarious. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be, it's a weird one for me with this T Wolves team, man. I just, I, I'm not a big fan of this T Wolves team. I don't, I still don't rate this Nuggets team at all. But if Murray keeps going the way he's going and if Michael Porter Jr. keeps, you know, being a great squad player the way that he's been, I think this team can, can do some damage. But, uh, they'll lose next round, and uh, they will not make it to the Western <laughs> Conference Finals, and I will be eating so fucking good on Dylan's dime. Let's move on to that Suns-Clippers series. Russell fucking Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. was Love the it. fucking man. Uh, game one. Brody. If you if you don't know, you need to know, big-time Russell Westbrook fan is Michael Willis. Uh, I fucking love this guy. <laughs> don't think he gets enough respect uh, in the league. Feel genuinely bad for him for how, uh, I don't know, he gets trashed for, for no fucking reason sometimes. I fucking love this guy. I've doubled down on the Clippers. That was my uh, preseason um, pick to win it all. Kawhi Leonard pisses me the fuck off. I mean, this is, I don't know, man. I don't know. Dylan, what do you think about this? Uh, what do you think about this series, man? What do you think about What do you think about the Suns? I should talk about the Suns more. I mean, KD and Devin Booker. How good is Devin Booker, Dylan? Yeah, he's yeah, he's good. I mean, obviously, Kevin Durant, It's it's crazy how well he... Can just he can score whenever he wants to, and like this man could average forty if he went out there and shot thirty shots a game. He's so efficient, and it doesn't even make any sense. And then, I mean, Devin Booker, he's actually been distributing the ball well. And I mean, Chris Paul hit some big shots last game. I mean, the Suns are a good team, man. Aiton, their mid range shots, everyone in that starting lineup, with the exception of their small forward, who I get a a Kogi, I get a Coro and a Kogi mixed up all the time for Cleveland. But uh, uh, they they just knock down. I mean. Aiden hits those mid-range shots in the paint. They just hit those shots, man. And uh, it's, their offense is really fun to watch. But I really like seeing Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs. Dude, that dude can score, too. And it, it, like watching him. Dolan, have you ever seen Kawhi Leonard make any big shots in the playoffs? Just God Lord, I hate doing the show with I you guys. I don't think I have. Man. I can't recall. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, I have. I have. I got one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I mean, just um, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, what thirty five the first game, thirty one the second game. Like that dude, he hits some good, and he's efficient too. And then we got to talk about Westbrook. Westbrook's defense. I don't even want to talk about his offense game too. His defense in game one was a sight to see. Freaking clamping up KD. That was just 
awesome. It was so awesome. And I, I don't know if it's because of their history, just because of how Westbrook like portrays himself or whatever. But dude, that was just so awesome to see. Do these two guys hate each other? I don't think no, so. No, they were, no, they were dapped they up and hugged after that. game saw that one or one. two. Yeah, they were talking uh, during the game though. They were definitely it seemed like they hate each other during the game. Love that. Without which, playing. yeah, which is good. We like that. Yeah, we want that. Yeah, Dolan. Uh, what are your thoughts about this series? Um, I th- I think uh, one of the th- one of the things that sticks out to me is is Booker playing forty four minutes a game so far. Um, I don't know if you know. I think this is a team out west that c- that could truly make a run. Uh, you know, I'm not obviously that's not a very bold take by any means, but um, <laughs> what a take, Dolan. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but I, I think they got to find a way to get him some rest uh, and and get KD some more rest as well. Um, forty four minutes a game is a lot. We're we're in round one. This it's it's too it feels too early, but I mean I, I understand you got to win the games. But um, and you know we're actually we're a couple minutes away from the tip off. Without Kawhi, maybe this will be his chance to kind of get some rest. It's very well may solve what I think could end up being a problem um, if they they get out. They get up big early and he gets some form of rest, but 44 minutes a game uh, in the postseason, even in the postseason, is is crazy. But um, you know, on the Clippers side, uh, I, I very similar. Do you know sentiment. who they're starting? Clippers. Yeah, instead of uh, uh, probably Terrence Mann. I know uh, they. I saw that Covington and Marcus Morris will be in the back in the rotation for tonight. Um, they started Russell Westbrook, Eric Gordon, Norman Powell, Nicholas Batum, Rebecca Zubak. Norman Powell scores twenty five plus tonight. Book it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I would not be surprised at all. But um, yeah, I'll give Russ's props as well. I'm a little bit less of a fan than you guys, it appears. But um, I also I've I have no hatred for the guy, and I don't quite understand why he gets so much. But man, he's been so good. Even that first game he shot so, so bad, it was hard to even notice because he was just everywhere. He was doing all the right things. He was grabbing huge offense rebounds. He was mm-hmm. holding his own against Durant. I had Durant's over in that game, and he was sweating balls because <laughs> Durant had zero in the first and third quarter, but that just shows you how good Durant is. He still fucking went over his points. Um, but uh, yeah, Russell's, Russell's been awesome, but um, main takeaway as far as tonight is concerned, and I don't know what Kawhi is going through right now. I'm going to just assume it's a, you know, a bad enough injury that he has to miss this game, but damn, how do you miss this game, dude? Yeah. How do you miss this game? I don't know. Massive game. I mean, there's just levels of injuries that are just too bad. You truly can't play. I get it. Um, but man, how do you miss this game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard, right? Cause it, you know, you, you sit back and maybe as the, you know, the human side, you're like, yeah, man, that fucking sucks. You're going through all these injuries as a fan side. You're like, God damn, what a bitch, man. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> yeah. let's, uh, let me run through these all real quick. Dylan, you had uh warriors and six. You want to change that? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm going to obviously hold me accountable for that, but if I had to guess Kings and seven, Dylan, you had, uh, you had warriors and seven. You want to change that? No, nah, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Honestly, you, you want a good laugh? Yeah. Oh, I already know. I've been uh, laughing about it for a couple days now. Michael had Warriors in four. <laughs> you got to stop with the third person shit, man. Nobody knows who. Like nobody knows Michael's talking. It's very you gotta, true. You got to yeah. say I. Use, yeah, I. Use first person. I had Warriors in four. Michael Willis had Warriors in four. <laughs> Don't yeah. look so hot. That's right. That's right. Uh, I had Warriors in four. Dylan, uh, you had uh, Memphis in six. You feeling pretty confident about that? Yep. Dolan had Grizzlies 
and six as well. Yep. I'm gonna I had Lakers and six. I'm gonna stand by it. I think uh I think the smart move would be to change for me. I do think Memphis is gonna come out of that series uh for all the reasons that uh, one of one of Dolan or Dylan said is that Dylan what Dylan said. Uh this team is soft outside of LeBron. You don't know what you're gonna get for Anthony Davis anymore. And you are not going to be getting career nights on the regular from some of these guys. Dylan had nuggets in five. I had nuggets in seven. Dolan had nuggets in six. I'm going to stay. Yeah, I'm staying. Nuggets in seven. Dylan said five. I said six. Um, I could definitely see nuggets in five here. Although I, I will say perhaps, maybe, maybe, just maybe that uh, Minnesota was, it was looking like it was going to be a blowout last game. They ended up making it somewhat of a game, um, even took the lead at one point. So uh, maybe they gave themselves at least something to build off of traveling back to Minnesota. So I'm not, uh, Denver, I'm going to, I'll stick with my Denver in six, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to see Minnesota winning games but at least they they gave themselves something at least they didn't get blown the fuck out twice in a row so need um, cat to step up and that's the only way memphis, memphis, minnesota gets back into this for some reason i don't have what we wrote down for this clippers sun series um Me neither. I, don't I don't know why we'll, i don't we'll, think we we'll, gave predictions to be honest with you i think we just i think that was the series we started on and i don't know if we knew at the time that we we're gonna go ahead <laughs> yeah in depth, give uh, on the fly. This is on the fly podcast here. Uh, I mean, I, I like I, I like the I like the Clippers. I think no, I think we did give because I like the I, mean, I doubled down. I like the Clippers to uh, to win that series. Dylan, Dylan, you got uh, you got Phoenix. You got Clippers going forward. Mm, with the Kawhi, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't have foreseen the Kawhi injury. I'll probably have to say Phoenix as of right six. now. Yeah, Phoenix and six. Dylan, Phoenix what do you got? You got Phoenix, Phoenix and six sounds good. Right, let's go. Six. Let's go, Clippers. Though a lot going on, a lot going on. Eastern Western Conference. We're gonna have a fucking packed show because by this time next week, we should know maybe who's in and who's out for a lot of these games. If if it keeps going the way it is, we're gonna have a couple. We'll probably sweeps. we'll probably have a Sixers Celtics series to talk about. That's for sure. Yeah, probably we, we absolutely will. We will definitely have next round stuff to talk about uh, by this time next week. A lot of shit going on as of right now. The fucking Warriors are buzzing, but we're going to move on to the fifth annual. I think it's the fourth, fourth technically, because we didn't do one in the first game. Annual post up parlay. Dylan, you're going to take the first game. What do you got, man? All right, I got the Celtics game. I'm going to go uh, Derek White over 19.5 points and assists, right, Dylan? 19 and a half, minus 122 yeah. on FanDuel Sportsbook. Yeah. Derek White points and assists over. Dolan, what do you got going on? Good deal. I'm uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Brunson over 24 and a half points. It's minus 104 on FanDuel Sportsbook. Um, I, I I really like the volume that he's getting, and he's just been efficient his entire career, so I don't I don't buy into the under 40% uh, in this so far in this series. I think he definitely, uh, I think he has an explosion game coming up very soon. Uh, I think game three is a, there's a damn good chance it's game three. Absolutely love that. I've got the last game of the night, Denver at Minnesota. I'm going to take Michael Porter Jr. over five and a half boards. Hit last game. Let's sweat this one out again. Dolan, what if we if we, we cook all that up together, what are we sitting at? We got plus 535 on FanDuel Sportsbook uh, with those three pl- things parlayed. So this is, uh, what is this, the fourth post-up parlay, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, for three. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> 
Time we'll to start. Get, hey, time to get we'll going, start, boys. We'll start getting. Yeah, it's 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 no better time than right now. We'll start getting this thing together. Yeah, the most dangerous gambler in the world is somebody who's due. So that's us right now. God, you're either hot or <laughs> you're due, and we are fucking due. We are fucking due, baby. All right. So a quick recap: Dylan had Derek White over points and assists, nineteen and a half. Dolan had Jalen Brunson over twenty four and a half points, and I had. Michael Porter Jr. over five and a half boards. Before we close this out, let's play a good game of this or that. If you, uh, we we highly encourage involvement in this. Get get with us on Twitter at the Post Up Boys. Let us know what you think about a couple of these questions that Dolan's about to present. A couple of fun thing we do at the end of each show. Dolan, go ahead, bud. All right, I'm going to start off with a really really funky one that's going to be kind of hard to answer, especially more so for Dylan. I'm going to take it from a different perspective, at least for this initial one. This is at the end of their career when they both retire. One will retire much later than the other. Who's going to have a better career when it's all said and done? Kawhi Leonard or Jason Tatum? I'll, I'll go first. I'll go, first. Go ahead, I'll go yeah. first. When it's all said and done, right now Tatum has the option. Uh, it's not the option. He's going to be the face of this. Is the face of this Boston team? Kawhi could have been the new San Antonio, uh, taking over for Timmy Duncan and all those boys. Goes off to Toronto, one wins a fucking chip. It's hard, right? Because then he goes off to the Clippers and he becomes the poster boy for load management. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Tatum. If it's weird though, right? That's a good, that's a it's a better question for Dylan because if Tatum doesn't win a ring, right? And Kawhi goes off to Toronto and does what he, you know, he did what he, do not get this twisted. Kawhi balled the fuck out when he was in Toronto. He become, but he goes to the Clippers and he's become the face. Andrew's been a part of that. I don't know. That's a, that's a, that is a tough question. I am going to go Kawhi only because right now he's got a ring. He's got two rings. He's got two. He's got, yeah. two. He's got two rings. Tatum's got quite a bit of catching up to do, but I yeah. three I, rings for I, Kawhi. Two, two. He's two. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. We can I'm sorry. We have to double check this. I, I, I thought two with no questions. That yeah, he has two. 2014, right. 2019. Okay. Sorry, we had to just had to confirm. So. I'm gonna go Kawhi right now because Kawhi has two chips. One of them he apps defensive player. It was MVP of that series. I feel like yeah, for San was. Antonio. <laughs> Yeah, he has two MVPs, Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah, yeah two, I'm two gonna, Super Bowl MVPs. That's right. Two Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, I'm gonna go with Kawhi Leonard on this one. Yeah, I, I still Jason Tatum's ceiling is so fucking high though, but I'm gonna go Kawhi right now. So I, so I think that when it's all said and done, Tatum's gonna have more points scored. Tatum's gonna have more All Stars. Tatum has a better chance of winning an MVP. Um, I would be awesome to see him win two championships as a Celtics fan. Um, but I do think that the the sheer fact Kawhi Leonard just isn't isn't going to be on the court as much as Tatum is going to be in his career. Obviously, you can't see what's going to happen, but I think that Tatum being someone who played heavy minutes was uh, almost like a, a number one close to it. He was a number one option, but he was a top scoring option right when he came into the league. I think when it comes to, with the exception of the championships, I think Tatum's going to be him in every other stat. So, and I'm hoping that Tatum gets championships. So I will go. Tatum will have a better career. Yeah, good deal. And I'm um, and I really I wanted to go Kawhi. I really did, but I when Michael went Kawhi, and I think there's an argument for both. So I was like, I was going to pull one side, but I do think that Tatum 
Tatum, he's still so young. He's got so much growing to do. And I, I mean, the Celtics, I really hope win some championships, but even if they don't, I think, I mean, he's going to have, he's going to be an all-star every year until he retires for them, unless something crazy happens. So I think he will have more. Got to win a chip to, 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 you know, I don't know. I feel like you have to win a chip to, if you're going to over, you know, take over Kawhi spot right now, but solid question. Solid question. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next two are, are more just, uh, they're, they're just now, uh, sorry, I'm struggling to figure out what I'm trying to say. Uh, different perspective, just who would you rather, I guess, build a team around rather than who's going to be better at the end of their career. So more of a, uh, uh, a more natural question to what we've been doing uh, with this segment, but um, I'm going to go with De'Aaron Fox or Drew Holiday. Right now, this is right now. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll go first, Michael. I'll go De'Aaron Fox. I think I mean Drew Holiday is. I mean I've been hearing it all year. The most underrated player in the league. He is ridiculous. So good on both sides of the ball, but he's been in the league what 11 years. So something like that. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. So. And what he does on the court is insane. I can't take any away from him. But right now, I mean, Darren Fox is just one clutch player of the year. First ever person to do that. How many clutch players does Drew Holiday have? Zero. <laughs> so, not not wrong. Yeah. So I'll go Darren Fox. I think that oh. and his, I think he's only going to get better. I think we are at Drew Holiday's ceiling right now. So that's fair. I uh, I'm gonna go the exact opposite. I fucking love Drew Holiday. I I I believe this. I agree with this hype that Drew Holiday is one of the most underrated players in the league. Does it on both sides of the ball. And when I look around the league, if I'm if I'm building a team right now with the current players in this league, not made up players, you know, you're not, you're not adding Kobe and Carmelo into one person. If you look around the league, I think that you can build. Of course, you could build a, a title winning roster with De'Aaron Fox at the helm. But I think I can get more. Uh, and be far more effective uh, with Drew Holiday playing that defense and giving you actual buckets. Like people think he's just a defensive guy. He's not. He's a he's a phenomenal defensive player, but he can give you legit buckets every single night. I fucking love Drew Holiday, man. Sixers legend. Sixers legend. Sixers yeah, the, legend. the man. The man that was shipped off to create the tank, man. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I, I'm gonna go Drew Holiday because I know that I could build. Uh, I feel like I, I would be able to build a much better team. Uh, you know, to you, you give me you give me a a, a team of, uh, we'll say uh, we'll say Hall of Famers. You know, two teams of Hall of Famers, and those two teams being led by Drew Holiday and De'Aaron Fox. I'm taking the team with Drew Holiday almost every single time. I love I fucking love Drew Holiday. Good deal. All right, this one I think will be a really fun debate. Um, Coming into the season, it may not have seemed like much, but now I don't. I think it's a terrific debate: Michael Bridges or Anthony Edwards. Ah, oh, that's a good I, one. I'm taking, I'm taking this all day long. Uh, Anthony Edwards is never the answer here. Uh, Anthony wow. Edwards cares about nice. his movie career. Uh, Anthony Edwards, great doesn't movie, genuinely great movie. Never seen it. Uh, shout out, please awesome. watch it. What it's movie? not a. Who Hustle on Netflix. Oh yeah, with Juancho yeah. Hernan Gomez. That was a, it was so a pretty good, good movie. Too much Philly in it, but it was still pretty good. I fucking love that movie. I don't. I think uh, I, I love think Adam the, Sandler. <laughs> dude, that's a dude right there. Adam eight, Sandler, eight, living the dream. Friend of the program. Out, friend of the program. Shout out Eight Crazy Nights. Uh, that's a oh, fucking classic. <laughs> um, the, no, I'm gonna Anthony Anthony Edwards uh, cares a, a whole hell of a lot about his movie career. I don't think this guy actually genuinely loves basketball. And that's such that a, out loud. Is that correct? He said that maybe before the right draft. Right before he got drafted, yeah, draft? he did. Right. 
He said he he was he he pulled the uh who was it uh Anthony Rendon in baseball. He's like, yeah, I don't I don't really care about baseball. Uh, but yeah, Ant said he he doesn't really love basketball. I genuinely I don't know if that just got put out in the universe and that just kind of how I picked up on it. You know what I mean? I mean that's you know that's that's the star sign shit. And we are big star sign people here, but uh, I don't I don't know how I feel about you know Anthony Anthony Edwards. Not I I did not know that Anthony Edwards uh, did had said that before, but it it feels like Anthony doesn't genuinely give a shit about basketball and all the stuff that you hear out of Minnesota. Um, is that this guy is a fucking guy, but he doesn't take it as seriously as he as he as he wants to. I think Mikel Bridges is looking at himself like, hey, I I am a fucking number one. The difference here, and I think the the debate will be, and maybe Dylan will bring this up, that Ant is an actual number one right now. Like, is looking more like a number one right now. We I think we know that Bridges is not a title winning number one. Could be, could be, but he's he's more of a number two guy. But I fuck it. Give me. Give me bridges all fucking day, man. I love this guy so much. Nice. So, Michael, I also love Michael Bridges, but I'm going to disagree with you. And I'm pretty much disagreeing with you for the same reason why you went LaMelo over Anthony Edwards. I think that Ant, to me, has more of a star mentality where I think that I think he's more of a – I think I see Michael Bridges almost as like a, like a very mellow personality. I think Anthony D. Edwards is more like a leader, more vocal leader. And I think when we're looking at him saying he, he was probably 18 years old when he said he didn't love basketball. How many things did you say in me when you were 18, Michael? Probably. All of them. Every single one of <laughs> That's them. That's right. Every yeah. single thing I ever said I meant 100% yeah. when I was 18. So, I mean, I'll, I'll play that card. But I think that Anthony Edwards is going – I think the way he plays, it's more of like a star in today's NBA. So, I think I could see that more in – but Michael Bridges' defense is on another level, so I will give him that. But I just I see Anthony Edwards being as like this is my team. He's got the more of the Kobe mentality than Michael Bridges. Let's put it that way, the Mamba mentality. Fair I enough. think I think he can. I would love to more. see both of these. I would love to see both these guys on the same team. I think that team would be fucking. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be fun. That would be. That would be fun. All right, I got one more question for you guys, and then I believe we can wrap up from there. This is from oh, yeah. a team perspective rather than a player versus player. And I had to get a question like this in. Would you rather your team lose in the second round of the playoffs or be guaranteed in a top eight pick in the draft? Oh, this is a classic Ryan Dolan question. This is a classic Ryan props question. I promise you every time he's got the option to get the top eight pick in the draft, he <laughs> is diving. Is the question, wait, the, repeat, that, repeat the question again. Would you rather your team lose in the second round of the postseason or be guaranteed a top eight selection in the draft? For just one year, right? This is not like every single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, give me. I am so fucking tired of tanking. I, I am bet a, you are after watching the Pistons tank their am, fucking ass off. I am a Pistons fan. I am a Red Wings fan. I am a Tigers fan. And I am a Lions fan. Tigers aren't even tanking. That team just fucking blows. Hilariously, a year ago, we, you know, Chris Illich said, hey, we're done with this fucking tank. We went full Colin Cowherd. Hey, we're done fucking tanking. We've been tanking. We're done. So I'm, 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 this is coming from a pure bias here. Give me second round of the playoffs uh, exit because I, I know because that's what the Pistons will be next year. And we'll have a lot to grow off of after that. 
a uh, couple all stars, a couple Hall of Famers, a couple of the greatest players of all times, possibly. Give me the give me the second uh, give me the second round of the playoff exit because you, if you get the top eighth pick right, and I think a lot of people sleep on, uh, I think a lot of people think that you get this lottery and you project. Dolan and I have millions of text of all the bums that have gone top eight. I mean. We went on a whole tangent this year about Killian Hayes at seven. I might need to do this. I might need to pull this list out. You would be fucking stunned how many guys got picked at seven that didn't even make it two years, and you just forget about them entirely. Like Steph Curry. No, no, for sure. No, for sure. You got one of those. You've got one of those guys there. But the rest of these, and Steph Curry shouldn't have gone seven. He shouldn't absolutely like that. He's shout a shout out Johnny Flynn. Shout out Johnny Flynn. He should have gone seven. And Blake but Griffin. He, if I bring up the number seven overall pick, you would be fucking. If I told you that Killian Hayes was a top five seventh overall pick, you you wouldn't believe me. But when I read this list off, you'd be like, "Oh my fuck, you might be fucking right." No, fuck he's, a pick, he's not right, dude. But I, I see what you're I'm getting at. I'm spot right. on. I'm, I'm right. spot on. I'm no, spot on. Killian on. Hayes is like one of the worst players in the NBA, but that's fine. He had, there was there was two months there where he was a fucking absolute stud. Give me give me this guy off the bench all day long. I can talk about that. Don't need to. Dylan, go ahead. Uh, I gotta go. I mean, I, I pretty much agree with you, Michael. And I think that if one thing that you look forward to every single year is you look forward to watching your team go further. You know, so you get to one, you make it to the second round of playoffs, you get to watch your team longer. And two, you that whole year, if you're a playoff team, you have anticipation or at least hopes of potentially competing in a championship and then there's people like michael who are going to have number one overall pick and still delusional thinking that they're going to compete for a championship but i think no that, thinking <laughs> yeah delusional uh, i think i think that the the sheer thought of going into a season thinking this could be our year we have a chance rather than going into it like hey we might get a top eight pick oh, awesome let's go that's why I would pick it. Just the sheer, the, it gives you more of an intention and makes watching your team more entertaining all year long. Yeah, yeah. I, I, overall, I I actually do agree. I would rather lose in the second round. Uh, unfortunately, I'm quite familiar with both losing in the that. second round and having top picks. So, uh, yeah. decent guy to give my perspective, I suppose. But um, it is nice, like you said, you, you know, coming into the year and knowing maybe there's a shot. It, you know, it definitely is. Uh, quite nice and you, you get to watch them for longer um and I'm, I'm a big big believer in taking your playoff lumps um you know we don't really see too many teams kind of come into the postseason for the first time and win it's it's a fairly rare thing um so i'm all for the 24 25 year olds getting in the postseason getting their fucking ass kicked uh and then getting into a gym for a full summer and really you know grinding and and bringing their game to its full potential so and i think a second round exit is something that can really push a player to do that sort of thing so um i'll joke around about that a lot but i do of course <laughs> believe that a second round exit is a better uh thing better result. You're spot on you look at look at look at I mean, there's a million instances but look at this warriors team you know what i mean they came warriors took Clippers. their playoff lumps yeah exactly i mean that's what that's what we were that's what dolan and i did hey, there were eight seed two years in a row under um the coach mark, mark jackson right mark jackson yeah but yeah is that david lieb days man david lee at power forward Remember that guy? Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. David Lee. He was good. He was Love good in 2K, man. Monte Ellis. Monte, Monte Ellis. Monte Ellis, my guy. 
Solid, solid fucking show today, boys. I've got a, uh, I've got a, I, I'm taking over um, this or that next week. I've got two nice. bangers. Was about to jump in on say it today, but we'll save it for next week because yeah. the show's gotten a bit long. Um, I've got two absolute bangers. Tune in for that. Tune in for the post up parlay as well next week because it is. We're gonna be getting. We're gonna be making some money soon. Solid show, fellas. I fucking love doing this every fucking week. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, plug the show, Dolan. Where can the people find you at? Uh, on Twitter, Ryan Props. Props ends in a Z. Give me a follow if you don't already. D Lon, where can the people find you at? You can find me at at Dillbond00 with no Z on Twitter. Freaking <laughs> Sabonis out here using the ball as a weapon with 14 boards in the first half. Come on, Sabonis. Go. Fuck that. Good on him, man. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Carefree Willis on Twitter. Go follow the show at the Post Up Boys. No Z, just an S at the end there. Uh, come hang out with us on the socials. Solid time. Celtics fans, go follow Dylan so he's got more Celtics fans to talk to. Uh, hopefully, see everybody next week. Appreciate everybody for listening. It's been fucking awesome having everybody tune in and uh, uh, get involved over on Twitter with us. Need more people to get involved. Hit the subscribe button for this show. Leave us a review. Takes you probably three seconds of your entire life. And every time that somebody leaves a review, Dylan will send you feet pics. Thank you all next week. We'll see you guys. Thank you all next week. Fuck, I fucked yeah. that up big time. <laughs> Thank you all so much. I'll see you all next week. Goodbye.